Talk Live. It is your show, and you can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. It is a live Saturday edition of the program, by the way, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Well, if you've listened to the show over the past few weeks... And you may, and there are some new listeners tonight. Uh, we've got new stations coming on board. Uh, welcome to WSJM in Benton Harbor, FM 94.9. So you may not know that uh, we'd been working for a little while to plan a, an event, a uh, a shindig, something, uh, a get-together. It was called Freedom Fest, and it happened today here in lovely Keene, New Hampshire, where we live. And it was just a little thing. It wasn't anything huge. Uh, just a 10 by 10 tent, a couple 8 by 3 tables, and and another table outside of that. But it looked big. That. It was in conjunction with Earth Day. <laughs> yeah, the patchouli was heavy in the air. Yeah, there were a lot of a lot of hippies were around today uh, because of the Earth Day thing. We actually, I had no idea the Earth Day thing was going to happen. It it looked almost like we were trying to be a parasite to, to Earth Day. Uh, but I didn't. It certainly was smaller than Earth Day. Yeah. Well, we opened. Uh, I opened it a little earlier because of Earth Day, so I guess you could accuse me of being a parasite because of that. But uh, you know, it worked out well um, because the the Earth Day thing drew more people down there, and that meant more people coming across our little booth and people exposed to the message of liberty, which was the purpose of the event. The idea, uh, the main purpose, was to to be there in public with stuff to give out and talk to people and. Spread the message of freedom. That was the purpose. But there were some alternate purposes as well. And one of those purposes was to push the envelope a little bit with this government that we have that is uh, so prohibitive. All it wants to do is tell you how to live your life, what you can and can't do. And, oh, you can't smoke marijuana. You can't gamble. You can't sell your uh, sex services. So you you, know. you were selling sex services while no, you were there? No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. Thank that, God. That might come soon, though. Uh, now, I don't really know where we're going to go next with this, but what we did today was... I didn't see anybody there that uh, was going to be very good at selling sex services. Yeah. <laughs> what we did today was open gambling uh, in public. In New Hampshire, it is a misdemeanor if you risk anything. So if you're playing a game of chance and you risk a penny, if you could lose or gain a penny, you're gambling. Right. And that's a misdemeanor. And so we had uh, decided that... The activists in this area, and if you don't know, we're members of the Free State Project, movers, uh, activists that have moved, liberty activists that have moved to New Hampshire in order to uh, to achieve liberty in our lifetime. And over on this side of the state, over in the Keene area, the activist quality is um, different from the levels that you'll see over in Concord. Well, I guess quality is not the right word. The type. The, the type of activism is different here. We're a little more market-based. In fact, a lot more market-based. We uh, try to do things that don't involve getting ourselves into the system, which is kind of the political wing, and that's not so interesting to us. We're more interested in living free and living as free men and free women. And ideally, we would like to be able to live free and at the same time live unmolested <laughs> because the government people don't really like it when you live free. And uh, they've got all these rules that try to prohibit that. The problem, though, uh, is that most people obey the government rules and therefore, well, you know, they obey them in public, but they, behind closed doors, will do whatever they want. 
So we decided to take the stuff that goes on behind closed doors and put it out in public, hence the public gambling table. Anybody could have stepped up to this table and sat down and and, uh, gambled. There were a couple different games that were going on today, including a dice game, like a like a jackpot game, and uh, there was also a poker game as well. And so I saw probably six to ten different people gambling throughout the day today. I no, I did. No one got arrested. I managed to make it. It was public in that we announced this. I sent out a press release. You needed a big sign. gambling for money going on here because it was going on i mean there was a police officer 20 feet away oh yeah and he didn't do anything no he didn't i don't think he knew oh he knew come on what they know man they they read our forum nh3.com i think you're i I think you're full of it i think they read totally read our forum not all of them fred parcells one of the former city councilors is a former cop and i know for a fact he was reading the freedom fest uh thread how do you know that because he he emailed me about it. Okay. He was very concerned that I might be getting chairs for the event from the library, which <laughs> was a governmental agency. And by the way, Fred, we didn't. I went out and bought some chairs, and uh, Cat Canning from the New Hampshire Free Press bought, brought some chairs along as well. Uh, and, I think uh, he's right. So did Coconut. Yeah, yeah, but, but that's your evidence, Mark. <laughs> he wouldn't have known about it had he not been following the thread. So we know for sure that Fred listens, or is, is watching, and... Fred's a former cop. He's got friends in the city. What makes you think that he would go out and snitch on you? I don't know if snitch is the right word. Look, if you're telling on somebody on a consensual, um, you know, consensual crime where no one's hurt, and you you want to go tattle, you're you're snitching. I'm telling you, man. It was mentioned on one of the local talk shows here in Keene, uh, Keene No Spin, which is a TV show on the cable access channel. It was mentioned on the air there. You need a big sign, all- big sign that says. Gambling for money going on here. I think it's a great idea. I, I wish I could make a note right now because I think I think next time we need a cover for the gambling table because it was in the direct sunlight. That was kind of rough for a little while. And then uh, the, that sign would be great with little dollar signs, green dollar signs next to it. That way people know that it's the real deal. This isn't some pansy uh, freebie gambling. This is the real deal with cash involved because it was just pennies. But still, it, that should have been enough. This cop was not enforcing the law. Does that mean if if you break the law and the he cops... He probably didn't think you people were worth it, that's all. If the... Well, I don't know. If the cops um, don't enforce the law, obviously don't enforce the law, when they've been informed that the law will be broken, because they always say, well, we're just doing our jobs. We may not agree with this, but we have to enforce the law. They didn't. Cho- they chose not to this time. We always knew they could choose not to. But does that uh, dereliction of duty, does that mean that the law is null and void if the police will not enforce it? No, it means that they can enforce it at their whim. Because as far as I'm concerned, today was the first piece of evidence that New Hampshire gambling is legal again. (laughs) (laughs) You're out of your mind. (laughs) So uh, so it's going to happen again. See, we're going to do it again. And uh, maybe we'll step it up this time. Though the, the difficult part is going to be deciding... What to do next? Should we gamble with open containers of alcohol? They don't like that one, do they? The open container thing? They hassle people for that one all the time. I say just go whole hog and smoke yourself big fatty right there in the middle of Earth Day. (sighs) 
Yeah. Tough guy. Well, it's not going to be Earth Day next time. Next time we're going to do it around the uh, the 4th of July, the uh, Independence Day holiday. There we're you gonna... go. Show your independence from the government by smoking <laughs> a big fatty right in the middle of their Independence Day celebration. Hey, that one's coming, man. I go, don't know when. Better, which one better yet, go next. sit in the hood of a police car and do it. Now, that would be throwing it in their face. Oh, we, we wouldn't want to throw it in, your fa- well, in their face, would you? Well, some people would disagree with that approach, and I, I think that uh, I like the approach of just living free and announcing that we will be living free when and where and seeing what they do. They didn't do anything, which is great. And if they'd done something, that would have been great, too. But it's better this way because no one had to be inconvenienced. Some people took, some people took uh, Monday off from work. Because they were concerned they might be arrested. Mm. But they weren't, which is awesome. And so I know there were some people that were tuning in uh, right at the top of the show tonight, curious as to whether or not I would be on the air because I organized the event, sort of. There wasn't that much organization to it. Just, hey, show up here at this time. Uh, but, yeah, so thanks to everybody who came out today. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun, and we're going to do it again. What are, we do? what are we going to do next? Well, gambling's going to have to be involved. If we've gambled once, we're going to have to do it again. And I like the sign idea. And uh, maybe marijuana, maybe open container, topless women. What else? Is oh, there God. anything we're missing? <laughs> That's like the, that is uh, kind of the, the trinity, if, if you will. The triad. Yeah. Well, I think it is silly that the, uh, and, and, and I'm sure that most people would agree, that the government uh, condones d- gambling in the form of uh, the lottery. Mm. But, um, you know, when you do it yourself amongst friends, it's against the law. I think that's a bunch of crap. Yeah, it is. It's However, I don't know about the uh, you know going out there because <laughs> you are throwing it in their face. You're not throwing it as far as I suggested, but you're throwing it in their face. Anybody out there listening think that gambling should be illegal? Should we have been cracked down upon today and thrown in a jail cell? One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I'd like to thank the cops for ignoring the hell out of us today. They were friendly. They talked to us. They knew we were there. More on the way. It's free talk live. <laughs> This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is the live Saturday edition, 800-259-9231. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com if you've missed a moment of the show. And if you're a Saturday-only radio listener, you've missed a bunch of moments. We've got a weekday show, too. So go to freetalklive.com, and you'll find the archives are right there on the front page of the website. All you have to do is click and download. There's no logging in. There's no membership fee. None of those hoops you have to jump through like you do on those other radio talk show host websites. Ours is free. So enjoy the archives at freetalklive.com. And SACL CAI has a full-orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL knows the way they treat your customer reflects on you. Their staff is respectful. They record every call, and they have the best equipment money can buy. So your business is handled as efficiently as possible. See their banner at freetalklive.com. That's SACL CAI. We go to your phone calls, and then we'll have a polygamy update for you. More bad news. Uh, let's continue here, though. Uh, Kevin in Florida listening on WFTL. Hello, Kevin. Uh, hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Thanks for taking my call. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, you know what? I want to challenge um, all progressive thinkers and all of us who have embraced critical thinking thanks to this format for a counter point of view beyond a neoconservative point of view. Um, we've got to finally connect the dots and realize that the problems that we tend to compartmentalize concerning our country, the war in Iraq, the economy, uh, you know, outsourcing everything to the global economy, 
these are not the um, the side effects or the results of a president we've, that we've kind of tended to, to dismiss as being an idiot or a buffoon. Um, Bush 41 introduced a term called the New World Order. We have to realize that everything that's being done now is, is a move towards finally manifesting that New World Order. That was, in fact, referred to on our great seal. Uh, the term was Nouveau Ordo Seclorum. My Latin may be a little off, but you can look on the great seal. And that's um, literally today translated the New World Order. Uh, until we embrace that, we're not going to we're going to keep talking in circles about all these problems and think that they're compartmentalized. And I what do you what do you expect connected. to happen? I mean, what, what do you expect to happen when people embrace that concept? Because I, for one, believe it is oversimplification of the problems. Or I think that uh, this this whole idea of a new world order oversimplifies in that there's more to it out there than just a, a private club. And this is as I understand the, the term, as, as others have called, and you can redefine it if you like, but you know the idea that all the politicians uh, and the movers and the shakers are in this elite private club and they're all trying to rule the world. But it seems to me that there are different interest groups out there that want to uh, have uh, c- control over others and uh, control over their lives. And they don't necessarily uh, agree with one another. And in, in some instances, are they fight with one another. So I think to, to say that there's this one grand overarching plan is it's conspiratorial and it's I don't think it's very realistic. I think it's oversimplification. How do you feel about that? Uh, well, historically, actually, actually, historically, you're inaccurate. Um, it's not all the politicians. It's absolutely it would be ineffective if it would had to be all of it. Uh, there has been appearance that we're actually um, practicing democracy. Well, you know, I mean, um, how could, ask yourself, how could the men that wrote such great words as we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and endowed by their creative by certain privileges, such being life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, when at the same time uh, at least 60% of these men held slaves, unless there was a hidden meaning. These men were not idiots. They had an, an, an agenda. And, and the fact of the matter is that, that most of the wealth that built Western civilization can be traced to 13 families. That's historically a fact. How do you trace it? Uh, you trace it through um, such groups as the American Liberties Union, um, which um, actually have founded a part in founding the industrial military complex. Um, that was also um, our current president's grandfather was a part of that, along with his brother. What do you, what do you propose? I mean, this is what, what is it that you want people to do exactly? Accept this concept? Then what? Uh, knowledge is power. You know, I mean, the fact of the matter is, freedom is about um, looking at all the possibilities and then arriving at something that's um, positive for the common good. For the I don't agree with people. that. Now, who decides I, what I, the common good is? Uh, morality. Morality, I would think, and what functions for a, a harmonious society. Who, whose morality, sir? I think there's a common sense of morality. I mean, you know, you know that it's unfair if you're living in, in splendor and the person next to you um, is living in squalor, and yet it's not due to their own laziness or lack of ab- ambition, but it's because of a structure that, in fact, um, enabled you to pursue your, uh, you know, your economic desires, or your career desires. I mean, that's well, you, you don't think that, that, that and uh, there's a common morality that should be common to anybody. That's but but that's you know, sort of how America saying. is: is that you can pursue what it is that you want to do. I mean, well, there's a lot of government yeah. regulations that'll prevent yeah, you from I mean, doing exactly. that. Certainly that, but. Um, 
you know, can't I, dismiss that though. Those structural those structural obstacles are a reality that you have to overcome. It's, it's like extra baggage. Every man has to work in order to achieve something. That's common to all men. Mm-hmm. But some men are are burdened not only with the work but then additional baggage. What is it you, you have propose? To baggage. If it's true that you know there are these evil thirteen families out there all plotting to rule the world, what is it you propose to do about it? You, 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 again, you, you're dismissing it by being melodramatic. I didn't say evil. I, I'm, I'm sure they believe in when their philosophy. They believe that their way, their view of the world is the best view. I'm the sure best you're way. right about that. But what yeah, do you propose so, I mean, to do about it? <laughs> again, knowledge is power. I, I believe that we're dealing with spiritual matters on certain levels. So I, I think that you know, if more, more people focus on what actually produces uh, an expression of love amongst humanity, as corny as that might sound, there's a certain reality that develops from that. I believe rather than embracing. The dark side of life. It's an interesting As viewpoint. As Cheney said, we should do at times. But um, so you think that people uh, just being aware of this situation and focusing on good things will make the government people go away? Uh, it, it will change things. It could change if there's any possibility at all of changing things. I mean, other than divine intervention. Um, and you know, we, I know this isn't a spiritual, you know, a religious show, but um, I mean, that's the reality. I don't see I don't see a techno solution. I don't see one person coming on that could be elected that would restructure the whole system. No, there's no way that there's no way that the system will change uh because of the system. I mean the system is set up to to perpetuate itself on into the future and there's no one exactly. man or group of people that is going to be able to effectively take it over and change it for the better. It's just they've been trying that for decades and it and it hasn't worked. Uh it seems to me that the the way things are going to change is going to be market-based activism where people are, as we were doing earlier, as we talked about the first segment, people are living free, and more and more people, as they choose to live free, uh, it will be, you know, there will be a certain tipping point at which the government can't possibly arrest them all and jail them all, and they will essentially uh, be shown for the paper tiger that they are. Thank you for the call tonight, 800-259-9231. But I don't understand why spreading the uh, the meme of the New World Order will get us to that point. It, it doesn't seem to be necessary to me. I mean, people, when they called about that, I immediately think, well, he and he sounded like he was at least together. Yeah. Some of the people that call about this New World Order idea are... Often La La Land. I mean, they're 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 talking about all kinds of conspiracy theory. That's, well, that much of it completely unprovable, and it's just going to relegate you to the crazy house, as far as most people are concerned. It, it felt like he had uh, at least some idea of what he wanted to get accomplished, as opposed to uh, you know, I mean, there, there's most of them the... want to cower in their basements, call talk shows all night. Seems like that's what most of them. I, most I of them disagree. have most of them have no idea what uh, what to do. And they're completely disempowered. Accepting this concept of this overarching elitist group trying to control everything, accepting that they have such wide-cutting uh, control over things in our lives, is kind of a defeatist idea. And we don't want people to feel defeated. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, the live Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us including the wiki, over 1,500 pages created by listeners like you. It's like a listener-editable version of our website. 
Just head on over to wiki.freetalklive.com to get interactive. W-I-K-I dot freetalklive.com. Are you thinking about starting a business? Here's a word of the wise. Incorporate at LegalZoom.com. Incorporation can help protect you against frivolous lawsuits that can wipe you out. LegalZoom.com is fast and easy. They do all sorts of legal documents, patents, wills, trademarks, living wills. Use code FTL and you can save 10 bucks off your order. That's code FTL, LegalZoom.com. 800-259-9231. Continuing with your phone calls about anything you want to talk about, let's talk to Bill in Indianapolis, listening on WXNT. Hello, Bill. Yeah, hi. Thanks for taking my call. I really enjoy your show. Thanks for being here. What's on your mind? I'm not going to spend 10 minutes talking about the New World Order. <laughs> okay. A bunch, of, a bunch of yahoos out there, I guess. But I want to, I'm going to have to give up playing poker and playing bingo and just have to uh, throw darts at the stock page, I think, is what I'll do. What do you mean? Well, well it's gambling. Yeah, why don't they um, shut down the stock market? Hmm. Well, see, some gambling is enjoys governmental approval, like uh, horse racing and dog tracks, lotto. and some casinos uh, and the lotto. Of course, is a gover- is a is a government gambling program. So you know, if you've got enough pull, if you're politically connected well enough, you can probably get your gambling operation to be legal. But it's not easy. I agree with that. Yeah. I was going to talk, uh, make a comment about the police. Well, I'll make a real quick comment. I can sum that all up in about three seconds. They enforce the laws that they want to, they, depending sure they on do. their whims. If something irritates them, they'll, they can stick to the letter of the law. And if they don't care one way or the other, then they can overlook it, depending on how they feel that day. And sometimes, if if you annoy them enough, they they you know their, their whims they'll just make things up. They crap up. Uh, sure. For instance, there was a, uh, a a group that decided to go uh, dance for ten minutes at Thomas Jefferson's memorial this mm-hmm. week, and uh, the cops arrested one of them for asking why they wanted them to disperse. Yeah, what well, wasn't the wasn't the charge like interfering with the duties the of an official or something? Like yeah, that, official yeah. function, right? Just I nonsense. See, so if she hadn't said anything, they would have gone on and let him dance. No, no, they didn't want to let him dance. They, they wanted, yeah, they wanted them not to dance for some reason. I mean, oh. you know, it's very odd. The the memorial's oh, okay. open 24 hours a day. They were there. Terrorist uh, dancing. Yeah, they were there, uh, oh, okay. you know, at midnight to uh, ring in his birthday, um, you know, at the Jefferson Memorial. Sound like good Americans to me, but uh, the Park Service didn't like it. Did you read the comments on that video, Mark, at YouTube? No, I don't oh, like it was to, so disgusting. I don't like to read these uh, status comments. It I was mean, so gross. They just make me crazy. Yeah, they were saying, well, you should. they should have arrested all you punk kids. You're disrespecting the memorial by dancing there. And I think Thomas Jefferson would really like the idea that young Americans would come out and dance at his, um, you know, at his memorial. Well, someone else made a, made the point that Tom Je- Thomas Jefferson might not have liked the fact that they built a huge memorial to him. I, I, I would go for that. He didn't even put. Did you know he didn't even put uh, president on his gravestone? Yeah, because he wasn't really too proud of. Well, being he was. President. Wasn't he uh, most proud of being? Uh, oh, I can't remember. Governor of Virginia or something I don't like recall. that. I, I don't know. Any other thoughts, well, that, Bill? That's all I've got. I'll let somebody else have Thanks a for chance, the call tonight. We appreciate oh. it. Let's talk to Larry in Indianapolis, listening on WXNT. Hello, Larry. How you doing, boys? Hey, what's on your mind? Long time no see. Hey, you know something about the people talking about the New World Order? Uh, it's just inevitable. You know what we have to do as Americans? We just have to uh, get out of debt and just live our lives. That's the only thing we can That's all anybody can do. Yeah, you're yeah, not going to be able to pose anything unless you're going to be getting gunned down. But what the thing about it is, all our refined metal is being sold to Chinese. Hmm. Here, in, here in the state of Indiana, and, and I've researched it throughout the uh, United States, this uh, giant conglomerate, Chinese, Omnisource, is coming over here, buying up all the metal, and... Uh, 
causing a lot of people out to go, go out and steal it and get locked up for it and fill in our jails. But what the problem is with that, you may look at it and say it's not a problem, but you just look at what it took the, the United States industries and, uh, and blast furnaces to refine steel and to refine copper and aluminum. Think of that process that took so long over the years in the, in the 40s and 50s and maybe 30s or so forth when they were refining this metal, mm-hmm. and now we're selling it out wholesale to the Chinese and any other country that will buy it. So I don't see what the issue is. I don't the, see what the, the issue is. If we ever do want to go back to manufacturing and the uh, industry I work in, all the glass is being made in China now, too. Uh-huh. So we're going to have to buy from them at the price that they demand. And we're not going to have a, if we want to have a manufacturing base, we're not going to be able to have it. When you refine metal from ore, it's an expensive process, buddy. Let me tell you. Is it? But didn't you say that we're sending the metal uh, over there? So I mean, we're, we're right refining to China, it. and they're refining it and sending it back here as junk, and then just doing the same process over and over again. So and nobody's refining any more metal because so we our aren't refining the metal, or we are refining the metal. The, we're the United not States refining America. the metal, and because our blast furnaces and stuff, at like in, in Phil and uh, Pennsylvania and Ohio and Indiana to a certain extent have all turned to rust buckets, and they buying them up, too. So I don't know what, what's going on, but that that's really a serious thing that's happening, along with our defense industry being exported to China. And, uh, you know, I just you think about having a strong defense, well, you got nothing. So. It seems obvious to me what the, what's going on with the refined me- with the metals there. They're, they're taking the raw materials. They're turning in the, them into uh, the, the, the plastic crap that we buy at Walmart. Mm, no, not, not, you th- not talking about raw material now. There's a big difference than sending ore. I'm talking about refined metal. It takes so wait a minute. Who's refining the metal? Is it China? Or? It's already refined. Recycled metal is what I'm talking about. It's already been refined. So you're saying the United States metal uh, dealers are selling refined metal to China? Non-refined not... metal, yes. Through, through recycling, under the guise of recycling, but it's being done on a massive basis. So that, I don't really uh, see what the... I don't really care. I mean, it's their well, business. You, it's their business gonna... to make metal, and they can sell it to whoever they want well, to. they're not making it. They're selling the refined stuff, and you know there's only so much of that here. And then when we sell all that out, and it gets scattered around the world, and... More and more, we're not going to be able to afford anything. Well, you know, I, I think I would leave it to the metal, uh, you know, the, the, whatever the, the whatever you call it, metallurgy. Well, I don't know what that. The thing about it is, it wouldn't be so bad if our government was subsidizing it. Well, that's so, well, just, that's absolutely that is wrong. one of the biggest problems is that yeah. uh, the government gets in the way of industry, and that that actually uh, accounts for one of the reasons why people uh, take their jobs and they take them overseas. It's because well, sure of the government. So, yeah, I mean, the government's the main culprit, but otherwise, you know, these are businessmen, and they have uh, long-range plans, and I'm sure that they've planned, uh, you know, the, how much metal they can uh, mine and, and, no, uh, and sell. You, you don't get the point. Somebody's mining it, right? No, they're not mining it. Here's what it is. Where's it coming from? They're not. Mi- they're recycling it now. See what I mean? All there, no one's it. mining new metal? Nobody's, nobody's doing it. No. no Why? Is there some cheaper. prohibition against it? Why wouldn't Yeah, they? There, there's no more foundries. It's cheaper. Even the foundries that we have are operating on the refined metal that's being recycled. I don't. I don't believe. I mean, I don't deny there's recycled metal out there, but is there that much metal that's being recycled? I, I wouldn't doubt I'll it. Look, you, look at all the cars. I, it is. I give you one example. When you when you uh, the iron ranges out in Wyoming, th- those are closed down now. But in the old days, they used to get a barge full of ore, 
and bring it up the river to Chicago or Gary where they were uh, mm-hmm. refining metal, fit it in the blast furnace, sweat the metal out of that ore, and then make steel. So all that over the year have built up, and what they're doing is is selling that off now, and no more is being made. That's the bottom line. So it may sound like a, a abstract problem, but... Uh, so couldn't they I, start making metal again? No, because the facility is not available. Well, well, how do they build new ones? How long does it take to build one? That you, can, you can't build one because the technology is lost because we've gotten lazy... Just like all of our other oh, come manufacturers. On. What do you mean they lost the technology? Lost ideas the technology, don't go away. Sure. Once ideas have been created, they stay around forever as long as someone no, writes they, it no, down. No, they don't. You, you think if that was true, then education would be going on. But huh? what they've done is it, it's a, such an expensive process. That's and okay. The These companies have a lot of money. They've got a lot of money from selling all that metal. Well, they, they can afford it. it. And they don't take their money and stash it somewhere else. Well, that's their business, man. I wouldn't worry too much about it. Thanks for the call, dude. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. It's their business, how they run their business, and where they stash their money, and how they invest in things. But the ideas have disappeared as to how to mine metal from the earth and turn it into products. And if what he's saying is true, that they're not mining any new metal, they could start if they wanted to. But I guess it's more economical for them to recycle it. Whatever. It's their business. More coming up. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. That's the Sickle CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. And if you like the program and like what we're doing here on Free Talk Live, then shop with us at Amazon. .freetalklive.com. When you enter Amazon through that link, Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. Buy whatever you want. 41 categories, brand new items, used items even. We get a cut on anything. Just uh, add it to your shopping cart. Check out. You might even get free Super Saver shipping. Uh, that's available on a whole bunch of their items if you order over 25 bucks worth. Uh, did I mention Amazon has groceries now? That's pretty awesome. I mean, they've really got almost everything. Go to Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get your shopping done. Feel good because a percentage of your uh, purchase went to Free Talk Live. Let's go to your phone calls. Ladies first, Kathleen in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live. Kathleen? Um, Hello? Would that be me? Kayleen? Kayleen. Oh, they, oh, excuse me. I actually misread <laughs> it. They got your name right, and I misread it. Kayleen, hello. <laughs> hello, you sexy guys. Hey, What's happening? What's on Long your mind? Long time, no chat. Indeed. You've uh, moved up to New Hampshire. Congratulations on that. You've been, here, been there for a couple months now, right? Uh, about almost four months. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Um, was it the yeah, right choice? And we're loving it here. Excellent. Um, but I was, uh, I don't know, I just kind of wanted to shoot the breeze, but I was talking about, I might mainly wanted to talk about the rise in gas prices. Mm. And, uh, you know, people that I work with were freaking out. Oh, my God, you know, it went up 10 cents a gallon, 15 cents a gallon. And I'm like, yeah, it went up 10 cents a gallon a few months ago, and it went back down. Mm-hmm. And it went back up and it went back down. And uh, just all these conspiracy theories about why oil prices and gas prices go up and down. What do what, you think about it? What, there are conspiracy theories? What are they? Well, it's sort of like the, it, the, uh, the, the, big, the big gas companies, well, they know they can get that price now. Oh. Hmm. I think they knew that because they were selling at that, in, um, at that price in Europe. Yeah, well, one of, one of my work buddies said, oh, you know, oh, they're raising the gas prices uh, and they're overtaxing it so they can get these... Uh, tax refunds back that they're going to send us in May. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're going to get that back anyway, aren't they? I mean, 
Isn't that an advance on next year's taxes, or is it working differently this year? I think it's kind of up in the air as to what that's going to, uh, how they're going to handle that. But uh, yeah, rest assured, they're they're going to get it back. And Americans, you know, they can tell themselves whatever stories they want to. Fact is, those gas prices are just going to keep going up. Yeah, they'll fluctuate down and up and down and up. But overall, as more money continues to be printed out and more taxpayer dollars are spent in the uh, military-industrial complex because of the war in Iraq, uh, the fact is, gas prices are just going to keep going up. So as is everything else. Yeah, well, that right. That's, that's what happens. Well, that's because yeah. they're printing uh, so much money in order to finance their war in Iraq. Right. Well, and yeah. as gas goes up, everything else goes up too. That that's true. Yeah, you have you have to pay for those, you know, killing those hundreds of thousands of innocent civilians overseas somehow. Mm. Right. Anything Not else free. on your mind tonight, Kayleen? Uh, that's it, and um, I hope to see you at Porkfest. We'll we will be there broadcasting live three nights from Porkfest. We'll talk more about it coming up here. Thanks for the call tonight. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's continue with your calls. John in Iowa, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, John. Yeah, can I kind of uh, defend the guy there that was uh, uh, complaining about uh, the, the metal going out of the country? You can do whatever you want, sure. John. Go for it. Okay. Well. I kind of base that, too, on gasoline and what we're paying for gasoline. Do you think that that we're paying more than we should? I think, actually, we're paying less than we should. Yeah, it's subsidized. Um, It's subsidized. Yeah, well, think about it for a second. Um, There's the oil companies, and they want the oil that's over in the Middle East. The United States government is over in the Middle East. Why can't we use our oil? Well, well, I'd love to be able to, but look, that's because of the government. Yeah, that's because the you know the greenies here have managed to uh, okay, put all well, kinds of rules. The same thing applies to metals. That there's certain people that don't want to mine the metals oh, yeah. in the United States anymore. So that's the reason that they're recycling. And is I, it prohibited? Is mining metal prohibited? No, no, no. I'm not saying that at all. Just that okay. they got the same reason. They have infrastructure that they have to rebuild to continue, and they're just letting it go overseas. Well, well they could though. Here. At the least same they way could. we're doing with the oil refineries. But, but, John, at least they could. It's prohibited from yeah, new people... Yeah, we build new build... oil refineries, too. No, that's prohibited. You can't do that. That's why? against the law. So that's why they aren't building new oil refineries, because they can't. Well, why can't we fix the ones that we got? That's all they can do is fix the ones they've got. That's by law, they as I understand it. They always break down. Hmm? They always mysteriously break down. Well, I mean, you're, it's machinery. Machinery is going to break down over time. So, I mean, they, they, yeah, these oil companies would build new refineries. The, the government just won't let them. Hmm. And that's as I understand it. Of course, then again, someone well, could make the point, well, why not build it out in international waters somewhere? And that is a good question. Why, you know, why don't they? What's the economics there? Bring the price down. And, and, but I see with that, that other person, you know, when we're... Uh, Taking all our scrap metal, didn't we do that in World War II and the Japanese using them to build uh, airplanes and stuff? But uh, you know, we're I don't you know, know. basically we're, we're we're sending all our scrap metal to China, and yeah. they're taking it and building stuff for us. What would you do with it for if themselves? It, I mean, I don't if, know. if they're going to spend more, um, if they're if they're willing to buy it for more than than we're willing to buy it for here, apparently they need it. Well, they they are having a bit of an economic expansion there in China. Uh, you know, Chairman Mao's no longer around. It's more, it's not a free market there, but it certainly is more free than it ever was. And so there's I mean, a lot of expansion. Do we really want China to uh, China and the rest of the world to remain in the Stone Age? I mean, well, can't they benefit no, us? Definitely not. Okay. But uh, we, we sure got a lot of invested over there when, when just a few years ago we didn't want to have anything to do with them because they were communists. Well, I don't. Well, I don't know who we are. I mean, people have been sh- trading with China for a long well, time I'm now. Well, I'm not saying that, 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 we as, as myself, but I mean as Americans, we, we were led to believe that that's 
what we were doing anyway. Well, well, I mean, you know, I don't know what you know. There, you know the you know the one the one child limit for families and stuff like that. You know. Sure. I mean, there's some bad policies over there. There's no doubt about it. It's certainly no utopia, uh, but it's getting better slowly over time. And uh, the fact is, you know, while it is officially a communist nation, it's not as communist as it as it once yeah, was. That's and, true, but wouldn't it be better to try and bring Mexico up out of their economic slump? And hey, I and bought some salsa recently, and it came from Mexico. So there's all kinds of great products that come out of Mexico yeah, as well. Not, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think that's where we should be concentrating instead of China. Well, I'm glad you say that because so many so many Americans. Don't like Mexicans these days. It's nice to hear someone backing up uh, Mexico. I think they make some great products down there, and there are some hardworking, wonderful people. And I'm with you on that one. Thank you for the call, John. We appreciate it. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You know, the fact is, more business is going to go down to Mexico as the uh, the federal government continues to regulate industry to death uh, with these with this new immigration crackdown that we're seeing in this country. Uh, what's happening as a result of that is that uh, you know onion farmers are seeing their onions rotting in the fields here in America, down in Texas, and they've just decided, uh, well, screw this. We'll take our farm down to Mexico. That's yep. where the workers are. Nobody, None of these white boy Americans want to come out here and pick uh, onions for 40 cents a bushel or whatever it is that they pay. So we'll just send all of our jobs down to uh, Mexico. And Hell, the land's cheaper down there, and land's good, and the Work is cheap. You could probably pay Mexicans less in Mexico than you could pay them here in America. A lot fewer regulations. Yeah. Just pay off, you know, just pay off the, uh, the officials. It's easier to do that in Mexico, from what I understand. Yeah. I you mean, can do it here. The but harder it, we make it on farmers um, and in any, any industry, um, be it service or manufacturing or farming or whatever, uh, the harder we make it on them, the more they're going to want to leave. Right. Let's continue with your calls. We go to Dave in Montana listening on KGEZ. Hello, Dave. Dave? Montana? Hello. Hey, Dave. Hey, how you doing? Hey, hey the, the gas prices and the steel refineries and the gas refineries, uh, the president didn't sign Kyoto, but it's still being implemented. Mm. And it's a, the new code word is green. Yeah. It's the, it's the new control. There's this new thing called carbon tax credits. It didn't get down to the little people yet, mm-hmm. but the big businesses are carrying it out most of the refinery is being done in just like what you said in small countries where they could take advantage of the workers where they could pollute because these countries aren't polluting in their own way you know they're just and they get money from this uh, new carbon tax credit stuff but uh, it's going to come to us when you go to buy a plane ticket or you get a dishwasher or you're going to build a house. Or, sure. And then the gas is being priced right off the top, you know, out of the world, out of sight, because they don't want us driving as much as uh, that we do, you know, because America is like your freedom is your car. You know? Well, like, no, the gas prices are controlled by supply and demand. I swear, Dave, uh, it, it's not well, a conspiracy. Well, that's because of the refinery, the refinery right. thing. Ch- we, could be, we could be building more refineries, we but should you be, can't yes. because it's all monopolized. And all well, it's not monopolized. There are different companies this. out there. The reason you can't build new refineries is the greenies. Is well, because Well, it's this new control. See, and throughout history, I want to talk about the New World Order. Throughout history, starting like... With the Phoenicians, then the Pharaohs, then the Greeks come on, the Romans, you know, uh, Genghis Khan, you know, 
there's always going to be new world order, you know. And that, well, there's always going to be people got, in search of power. That much and, I know for sure. I don't know if they have a theme country, or a you know I don't America. know if they have a, a name for themselves. And Dave, thank you for the call tonight. As always, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. One thing's for sure: there will always be people in search of power and willing to wield that power over others in order to benefit their friends and punish their enemies. That's what politics is about. Hour two's coming up. Free talk live. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. Saturday edition of the program, and you can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. 800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. So we want to talk about the latest on the polygamist situation. We've been following this for the past few weeks on the program. And as time goes on, it just gets worse and worse. Uh, it becomes a, a, a greater and greater human tragedy story. 416 children have been separated from their parents. And but before you say, well, wait a minute, they let the ones stay with... They let some kids stay with their moms, the ones under the age of four... Five, I thought. Five, whatever, were allowed to stay with their moms after they'd separated the other ones from their parents completely. Well, that's about to change, according to the Associated Press. Adult mothers who've been allowed to stay with their young children since they were taken from a polygamous sect will be separated from them after DNA sampling is completed next week, according to a child welfare official. Why um, waiting for the DNA sampling? Who knows? Arbitrary stuff. State District Judge Barbara Walther late Friday ordered that parents... And children of the Yearning for Zion Ranch submit DNA samples to help sort out family relationships that have confounded authorities since 416 children were taken into state custody two weeks ago. Sampling is to begin Monday and will probably take several days to complete, said Daryl Azar, a spokesbureaucrat for the Child Protective Services. Results could take more than a month. In the meantime, the judge ruled, by the way, that the kids are to remain in state custody. Now, I don't know if that's a a uh, permanent ruling. I, I don't believe it is, but it's permanent for now. I mean, it's that's how it's going to be until the state says otherwise, that these parents are going to be kept forcibly from their children. By the way, the kids are being uh, housed in a coliseum right now. Well, it's called a coliseum. It's a, you know, sort of a an expo center. Yeah, they're being warehoused there because they don't have comfy bedrooms for each one of these children to put them in like they had at their house. Like they had on the compound, they had comfortable uh, living quarters that they could enjoy with their friends and their family members. Now they're being forced into these hurricane evacuee conditions. How how traumatic must this be for these young children who, not only is it traumatic enough that they've been separated from their families. Over what appears to be a ruse. Um, I yes. Mean, where, where is, uh, you know, there was supposed to be a 16-year-old girl that had been beaten and raped. Right. Um, which, where is she? I don't know why that means they can take 416 kids away from their families. They've got I, guns, Mark. That's uh, why. I, I don't have any idea what those two connections uh, could possibly mean, but there's supposedly this, this girl out there, but they haven't found nope. her. It's been weeks now, and they haven't found her. In fact, they might even... They, they actually have evidence it may be a, a, a phone prank. A hoaxer, yeah. Yeah. 
some crazy woman that calls and calls uh, women's shelters and pretends she's been abused. She's got a history of doing it, and they're investigating her for that right now. But it, it, I don't think that's even an issue here, because if that woman, even even if it's true that it was her that did this, that, that I don't think that's going to stop the state from rolling ahead with its plans here, whatever they are for these kids. I just, I, you know, the Child Protective Services, I, I, it sounds like a good mission that they have, you know, to protect kids from uh, bad parents and that kind of thing, but... Man, every time I hear about them in the news, it's something I don't like. Yeah, these kids want to be back with their parents. They didn't they didn't initiate this. They were living peacefully, albeit weird, a weird life. They were living peacefully on their compound. Are we all weird? Sure. Sure. But they do things a little differently than you and I. And so you do things the same way I do because no. you don't because because we don't. You wouldn't even have kids. You you've, you've you have a vasectomy. Yeah. I have a child. We live our lives differently. Um, you know nobody nobody's at the top of the bell curve, mm. and I don't see why somebody who is at the top of the bell curve would be able to uh, to to tell somebody who's down at the bottom how to live their life and and you know send in child protective services after them because this is as far as I'm concerned this is just discrimination. This is use of the state yeah, against they're under a, attack. Against a a group of that's unpopular, and I think it's absolutely despicable what they're doing to these poor people. Uh, and I would love to hear from you as to how you feel about this at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let me continue a little bit of this story though. Uh, once the DNA sampling is complete, the bureaucracy will begin moving the children from the Coliseum and fairgrounds to other sites. Child welfare officials allowed adult mothers with children's ages four and younger to stay together when the state took custody of the rest of the children from the ranch. Now, only mothers younger, excuse me, mothers younger than 18 will allow be allowed to remain with their children once the sampling is complete. Why? Why but mothers mo- younger than 18? That's well, because they they have possession of them too, right? Oh, I see. They're not going to let them go. Gotcha. The welfare agency will also try to keep siblings together, he said. We're going to try to make these transitions as easy as possible. Oh, well, that's nice. They, well, You've they, already they, ruined their lives. A, they're doing a terrible job at making it as easy as possible. We want to keep them together as much as possible so they don't feel they're completely isolated from their culture or the people they know. So the kids uh, yeah. complete, uh, together because they're not with their parents. Child welfare officials have uh, said figuring out how sect members are related has been difficult because of evasive or changing answers members have given them. Families that include half-brothers and sisters and those that include reportedly married first cousins can be particularly challenging to unravel. And that's one of the reasons why they're doing the DNA testing, which I, I don't. I don't know how much resolve these people have, but they seem to be pretty dedicated to their religion. Uh, if they're living off on their own in a, a little compound, and, and I couldn't call it anything but a compound. I think that these people should refuse this DNA testing. They should refuse it because it's the next step that will allow the state to do what it plans on doing. The state really wants to figure out, you know, who's brother and sister so they can write up their paperwork and stuff. Yeah, I don't know why that benefits them. I mean, they're currently being kept from their parents, whomever their parents are. What, yeah. what good is this DNA testing? Because well, bureaucrats love to count things. Well, they just love to count and things. And they've got paperwork they need to figure. You know, they need to figure out whose mom is who and who's. You but know, why? They've got paperwork. They Mark. were these people were handling it on their own. They've got paperwork to. There's blanks to be filled in. Yes, I know. That's what these people understand. There was another reason for it. I don't recall what it was. If you can uh, enlighten us on that, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. But they've been ordered. The, the moms and dads have been ordered by the court to submit DNA. 
That's first of all, that's spooky on on its own. Just right off the bat, that's kind of weird. That they uh, would be that they would be ordering uh, these tests anyway. Right. But what I want to know is what would happen if they refused. Are they going to then put the hundred or two hundred parents that are involved in this particular situation in a jail cell? No, that um, usually what what happens in these cases, if if you're ordered to do it, and the cops say, "Well, we've we've been empowered by a judge to do whatever," are they going to raid? The, are they going to raid them again? Because the, the the moms aren't in jail; they're able, true. they're able to just float around and do whatever. So they're going to have to report to some location and give up their their DNA to the government, so the government can process its paperwork and continue the process of taking their children from them. Why would these women want to enable the state to do that? The I, women don't trust them. They, we've read some uh, some quotes from some of these mothers. That much is clear. They definitely don't trust the government at this point, and they already had reason to uh, to not trust them from their religious beliefs before. But now it's been reinforced, and uh, they, why would they? I hope that they refuse. I don't know if they will, because they'd probably be obedient. They're probably frightened to death. They, they probably, just want their kids back. Right. They're probably being told that, well, if you do this, this is how you'll get your kids back. If you give us the DNA Which sample... Which sounds like a bunch of hooey to me. Yeah. I'm just I'm speculating on that. Just just because I understand it how does, the government works. They yes. lie to people. Look, so, if you cooperate with us. Right. Right. We, we, we'll, we'll do our best to get your, your kids back. Just give us your DNA. It's like the guy in the street. Look, give me your wallet and nobody gets hurt. Mm-hmm. If you cooperate... You'll get what we'll, you'll get what you want. But but imagine how uh, this this whole case would change drastically if these women decided in mass to not turn over the DNA samples. What would the government of Texas do at that point? How would they respond to that? Just an idea. Child welf- uh, welfare officials have said figuring out uh, members' relationships has been difficult, blah, blah, blah. It's reasonable to say the information will give foolproof documentation as to which parents belong to which children, although many unique family ties found in the sect will probably add a level of difficulty for DNA analysts, they said that it's still not a significant concern. More than 400 children will be tested, but officials have not said how many adults will be tested. Such a considerable amount of DNA testing is not new, but it's usually associated with trying to identify victims of mass violence or natural disasters. There's uh, an email in about this particular raid, and someone is very upset with us. He thinks that these parents should be put in jail, or at least the men. More on the way. We'll share that with you and hear from you. It's Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, the live Saturday edition. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. Sickle CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Mark, it's 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. And those features, by the way, they include the updates. You get signed up. We keep you in the loop. Whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live, go to updates.freetalklive.com to get on the list for free. That's updates.freetalklive.com. Is another fad diet really the answer to losing your extra pounds? Are working out and eating right no longer working to help you lose weight? If you can relate to that... Then go read the story of a doctor who lost 37 pounds in one month and has kept it off. See the actual before and after pictures and read his story at notfatanymore.com. Want to get off the fad diet roller coaster forever? Then check out notfatanymore.com. 1-800-259-9231. Want your comments on the situation with the polygamous cult? 
uh, out in Texas and the fact that they have had their children stolen from them on nothing more than allegations made by someone who they can't even identify. I think it's uh, probably one of the most tragic so-called child welfare stories we've ever uh, heard about on this program. Well, not to mention the compounded tragedy that when the uh, the news uh, covers it, they they talk about this. Uh, you know, they, they make it seem as though the, uh, the the cult members have done something. Um, these these the sect these sect members have done something. I don't know. And they're just hiding it or something. Like uh, that? Yeah, I mean, you know, they as though the child protective services is doing them all a favor. Hmm. I don't feel like they are. I mean, I feel the, the way I see it, they went into a gated community and took everybody's kids because yep. one person in that gated community was accused of something, and they can't even identify the victim. It's uh, it's a really sad story. I want to hear what you think. Let's go to your phone calls. Ladies first. Talk to Claire in Indianapolis, listening on WXNT. Hello, Claire. Yes, hello. Hi. Um, to me, it's suspicious that, as you just said, that one person cannot be identified. I have a feeling somebody, some authority or the group of authority uh, authorities knows who that person is, and they perhaps are protecting her from the rest of the sect. And also, uh, my second point is I actually think that they should concentrate more on the, the negative things that might have happened rather than, uh, like, as you were saying, separating the, the children from their parents. Don't do that. Just, just figure out if, if um, any abuse has gone on and get those people, and obviously they, they're probably the men well. or... I would think so, uh, but you know, there's there's all kinds of people that have escaped from this uh, the sect, right? You're aware of that? Not really. Actually. Okay. There, what did they say about that? The, the, yeah, there's there's all kinds of there, there's uh, organizations out there for the boys that uh, essentially they run their young men out of town to uh, you know keep the the crop of women for themselves. It appears. And uh, but you would think that these and some some girls escape too. They want to go on to live live life in the real world. But you would think that there would be uh, allegations of abuse among those people and that they could go in and investigate. You know, I'm a, I'm a young guy and I can come out and say, you know, my dad beat me every day with a stick. And then they could, well, what's your dad's name? His name's Sam Johnson. And they can go in and get Sam Johnson and drag him away in chains for child abuse or whatever. Or some girl comes out and says, I was raped by who? Sam Johnson. And they can go get Sam Johnson and get him. But this sort of um, one girl says that, you know, one thing happened and then just the whole community has their kids taken away. It seems crazy to me. Well, the people who escaped, the, the children or whatever ages they are, what have any of them said that they actually witnessed or were um, victims of some sort of abuse? None of them. Well, they haven't reported it to the police, or the police haven't acted on it, I can tell you that. I mean, I haven't spoken to every one of them. And this but, is their golden opportunity, right? They're safely away from the compound where all the alleged abuse the happens. And all they're doing is they're complaining about the conditions they're being kept in. They complained about it to their parents, and their parents complained about it. And now they've been separated from their kids, and it just continues to get worse. Now, what was your, your first point? You said something about that you think the police know who made the call, and they're protecting her? It seems really suspicious. It's just, yes, that at this point, they still don't know who it is. They, they, they don't know who that is. And I, I have a feeling they do know who that is. 
Well, they um, it, yesterday in the news they uh, they were alleging a possibility. They have a suspect that uh, it was some uh, black woman in Denver or outside of Denver that was. Uh, you know, making prank phone calls essentially, and pretending uh, like she was a young girl and yeah, being abused, and, and had a twin sister. The story got very cl- convoluted, but apparently there was there were up to forty hours of phone conversation, not with the police, but with a uh, an abuse center uh, employee who was a former member of this sect. So. Um, you know, it, it just gets it, it, the deeper you go into this rabbit hole, the, the more mire there is. And I, I don't know. I mean, it just it, it just all seems like the, the child protective services is once again getting its nose into business it doesn't belong in. Yeah, they I should agree. be abolished. Thank you for the call, Claire, uh, Claire. We appreciate it. Let's talk to Dana in Texas. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, Dana. Hi, guys. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. What's on your mind? Well, I have several legal perspectives I would like to give to you guys if I could just have a few minutes. Are you a lawyer? Well, I'm a paralegal in pre-law. Okay. Okay, now, number one, this whole case should be thrown out simply because the two facts of the evidence have been dispelled and proven erroneous. They have no accuser, right? Dale Barlow is the one that they said had raped and molested and was the husband of the 15-year-old girl girl involved in the supposed 9-11 call. Dale Barlow has been substantiated to have not left the state of Arizona in Colorado City. On TV, an interview with his attorney has substantiated it. Interview his his probation officer has substantiated So that evidence is kicked out. Right, so the the person they're accusing isn't even there. Can I please present this and then we'll talk? I was just making, I was just recapping what you said. Okay. And then the 15-year-old girl, that has been proven, does not exist. There are interviews of the girls within the uh, religious group being asked about Sarah and has been, the responses have been, there is no Sarah. Mm -hmm. So that's been dispelled. Without the 9-11 call, unless this woman in Colorado Springs, Colorado, did this. I don't know. But based on those two primary facts of evidence, this whole thing is frivolous and should be dismissed and thrown out. Now, the second point I'd like to bring out is in Texas law, under the criminal penal code and family law, domestic violence laws, any time there is this kind of concerns, issues, and actions going on on a property, the perpetrator or perpetrators are taken into custody. The victims are left in the protection of their homes. Right. Now, so this if is they totally flip flopped. So so if if, they, if you've got an accuser, if somebody's accusing daddy of you know molestation, you're supposed to go arrest dad and leave right. you know the wife and kids at home. But in this case, they right. took all the kids and left the wives right. and dads at home. And made the victims victims again in more than just one way. Not only did they remove them with their moms, then they split everybody up and yep. take them away from their moms. Yep. Now the next point I'd like to point out to you and your listeners. Go to the website, Go San Angelo. Google it, just Go San Angelo. It will take you to the San Angelo paper. Look for the Breaking News in Caps article dated 4-5, talking about how the law enforcement attacked the compound. You will find to the left of that homepage on that article copies of the warrants, copies of an order that the judge signed, 
Yeah, yeah legal legal reading isn't too exciting to me. But you know what else? What I found interesting was the picture of the uh, the guys in the tank that were raiding the place. More on the way, Dana. Thanks for the call. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. They had an assault vehicle. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, the live Saturday edition. Take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. And this is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy them, including the live streams. We've got a broadband version of the show and a dial-up version, both free for you, so enjoy them on us at freetalklive.com. I said we are going to talk briefly about Porkfest. You need to know it's happening June 9th through the 15th. It is the Free State Project's Porcupine Freedom Festival, and there, if attending... You'll be able to discover the outdoor and recreational adventures that New Hampshire has to offer, as well as meet hundreds of individuals who, just like you, cherish liberty and are living the goal of liberty in our lifetime. Discover new freedoms, new communities, and new beginnings. Register today at porkfest.com. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be there broadcasting live three nights, and I'm I'm really excited about going this year, Mark. It was fun last year. It's going to be even better this time around. It is going to be fun. All right, so let's go to your phone calls again here and talk to Brenda in South Carolina, listening on WSC. Hello, Brenda. Hi. Hey, what's on your I mind tonight? Two, yeah, just two quick comments about the um, removal of the children in Texas. Uh, the first thing, I'm not sure I've heard anybody discuss this, but, you know, when you call 911, your number comes up on their caller ID. My belief is that any um, emergency call number, even if it's a welfare department, mm-hmm. that the caller ID should show where that, where that phone call came from. Before you go on, let me uh, interject a correction here. The, the, uh, the, the call that was originally made was not even made to the police. It was made to a... Uh, and a, I think it was an abused woman hotline of some sort, and so the, the police became no, aware it of it. Wasn't, it. It wasn't even like a welfare department. There was no, no government. government. It was not a government agency. No, and and in fact, the, right. the woman well, that is I under guess. investigation right now, uh, the Colorado okay. woman, is is known for calling these hotlines and posing as though uh, she's okay. an underage girl being abused okay. by someone. Well, then I misunderstood because I thought, well, if it was any kind of you know, a welfare hotline, anything like that, that should have shown a card. The the other comment I have, and I know that this has been said many times, but it's what confuses me the most, is that these are 400 children. I mean, every one of these children has to show some signs of physical abuse, sexual abuse, something. You can't just take the whole group. But yeah, they you know did. what I'm saying? Well, I know, but the point is that when you go, if you get a report about child abuse and, and a welfare worker goes into a home and substantiates that, then that's one thing. But if they go in 
and there's children who aren't abused, you can't take them. But that's not how they operate. I mean, I wish that were the way oh it operated. But God. these, but well, even on the individual family basis, Brenda, did you know that they can go into your home if your neighbor calls on you, if your neighbor says, hey, I think Brenda's abusing her kids. They can uh, yeah, go in that. and they yeah. can take your kids without doing any investigation. They take the kids first. This is how it typically runs. They go into your home, they take your kids from you, and then you have to prove to them that you aren't abusing your kids in order to get your kids back. That's standard operating procedure, and it's awful. Well, I think in the end, I mean, this is terrible. I just yeah. grieve for these children, especially the very young children. This, mm. They have no clue what's going on. They don't know why their mothers aren't with them. I right. mean, it's, it's extremely traumatic. It has to be so frightening for them. Happen. But I think down the road, way down the road, I, I think there will be lawsuits that will that will make a huge correction of this. There has yeah. to be attorneys. I'm not only talking just about the attorneys that are representing the sound, but there has to be attorneys in the United States who are very concerned about civil liberties that are going to eventually jump on this. I, I hope you're right. I really true. do. I really do. But, I, you know, they just looking to. at the history of uh, these child uh, cases, the child protective, so-called child protective services cases, they just abuse and abuse and abuse these families that are accused of, of harming their kids. And the Child Protective Services does more abuse, in my opinion, than any of the allegations that uh, that have ever been made. You know what I think is interesting? I mean, I raised seven children. I, knew, I mean, wow. I know what a lot of kids is like. Yeah. I mean, 400 children, if they're going to take their mothers away, who's going to care for these children? I mean, you know, I mean, they don't have 400 well, foster homes. You know, the, the government believes that it can take care of all of us. I mean, the evidence shows that that's exactly what they believe, you know? You know what I'm saying? On yeah, a practical yeah. level, who's going to go in there and, and give education to these kids to do all of this for months and months? I and mean, how much will it cost? What will taxpayers have to be paying for this? Because if before they took these 416 point. kids, they were living happy lives uh, on their on their ranch. Everything yeah. was fine. Well, listen, if you only look at the minimum of giving food, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of food for 400 children. Sure is. I'll say. You're absolutely right. Brenda, thank you for the call tonight. Thank you. We really appreciate it. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Uh, Let's see here. Let's go to Todd in Michigan. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Todd. Todd, Michigan, going once. Hey, how's it going, Ian? Hey, what's on your mind? Hey, um, you know, talking about this whole polygamy, polygamy uh, situation going on in Texas, I think it's really safe to say that the um, uh, the, uh, the, the 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 families uh, in that compound are screwed. And yeah, um, right now it's uh, I mean, this brings back so many memories of the entire Waco um, um, case that happened back in 93, because those kids that were forcibly removed from that compound, the Branch Davidian compound, are to this very day suffering emotional and psychological scars mm. from that raid. And today, we're seeing this is going to happen to these kids if and when uh, should they ever be placed in foster care. My objection to this whole thing, well, okay, so there's these uh, allegations of, that, of, of, that several... 50-year-old men married uh, teenagers as young as 15, 14, and 13. It, it appears to be so. Okay, if that's the case, then um, then if, um, if if that's the case, then 
how about the fact that, um, you know, in other cultures throughout the world, that's actually considered to be not um, not so, so much of a big deal. Well, but... when our lifespan was 35 years old, uh, then 13 was middle age. So, yeah, I mean, back back in the day, this was completely acceptable. And I think Americans, they, I think that when, when Americans look at this and they say, well, that's just disgusting. How dare they do that sort of thing? And maybe these right. guys are a bunch of pervs. I don't know. But what I do know is their culture is completely they, different from mine. And those women are staying. They're going right. back. They're, you know, they, they want to be there. They could leave oh. any time they wanted to, and they don't. They well, like their lifestyle. Uh, let's, t- t- um, uh, let's focus on this 33-year-old woman who posed as the 16-year-old girl who made the phone call. The hoax, the scam uh, artist, yeah. I mean, she's a scam artist. Why hasn't any char- criminal charges been filed against those They're women? not sure yet. They're still investigating. Uh, it's, 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 she's, a, she's a person of interest. Right, and, uh, you know, and if that's, uh, considering that's the case, and uh, putting um, the, the families in that compound through this um, horrible ordeal... Yeah, uh, over unsubstantiated allegations is absolutely disgusting, but yet no one will be held accountable for this, even if it turns out that it was that woman. If it turns out that that woman made that phone call and the whole entire thing was a hoax and that they, they ruined these uh, hundreds of people's lives right. over absolutely nothing. The state's not going to go back and undo what they've nope. done. They're nope. gonna, you know, those that kids, damage is done, man. Right. Those kids they, are they've messed broke, up. They've broken up this, right. uh, this community. Todd, thanks for the call tonight, dude. 800 uh, we go to the amp line, James in Georgia. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Um, you know, you, mo- your past callers, while I've been on hold, really addressed most of the issues I was going to bring up. Um, the only th- other thing I, I think that hasn't been brought up yet is this DNA testing. They are testing these kids to try and figure out who the parents are and who the siblings are. Right. I read an article um, that suggested that they're doing that because if if they get there, these kids end up in foster care and they don't go back to their parents. They want to keep the brothers and sisters together. Yeah, mm. that's, uh, that is so, one of the, the alleged reasons, but you know it's because they've got their paperwork to fill out, too. I know. I think you had something else to talk about, so hang on. 800-259-9231. Dan is on the line in New Hampshire, and we'll talk to you about whatever's on your mind at 1-800-259-9231. You can comment on the, uh, the fundamentalist cults or whatever's on your mind goes. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and it's a live Saturday edition. You can bring up whatever you want, toll-free. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. If you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, then join the AMP program. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote, and it is a simple concept. The idea is you send 3 bucks a month to the program. We take that money and reinvest it into the show getting on more radio stations, and spreading the message of freedom and liberty as far and as wide as possible. So uh, you'll get perks, too, like access to the AMP-only call-in line, chat room, forum, and more. All the details are there at amp.freetalklive.com. And speaking of the AMP call-in line, we go back to James in Georgia. Had a few more comments on something else, I think, James, so go ahead. Yeah, a couple of days ago you guys were talking about um, nuclear power, and I just want to bring up a couple of facts. When people are against nuclear power, they usually bring up uh, Chernobyl and Three Mile Island. Mm -hmm. And some of the facts that people aren't aware of is that um, Chernobyl in the first place was 
being run by coal miners. The government put coal miners in there to run that nuclear <laughs> plant. And it was a Generation 1 plant that didn't have many safety features. Yeah. And the reason the accident happened was human – it's not even error, human intervention. Um, during a, ch- a shift change, one of the guys there said, hey, let's test out the safety systems. And they ran these tests that anyone who knows anything about nuclear power, which I'm not one of, um, never, ever would have done one of these tests. Hmm. So they said, oh, let's shut this down, that down, and see what happens. And, and it probably boom, didn't help things. Those, it probably didn't help things that it was a government-run operation as well. Bingo. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And as far as Three Mile Island goes, um, that, that should be a bastion for the, the safety. No one was harmed or killed in Three Mile Island. Yeah, there was um, some problems, and that was a Generation 2 plant, and everything worked as planned. Yes, they had problems, but all the safety features kicked in, and no one was hurt. Hmm. So that's not, yes, something bad happened, but no one got hurt from right. it because and, of the safety systems. And had and new that was a gener- yeah, Go ahead. I was going to say, had new plants been built, then uh, then we would have Generation 3, 4, 5, 6, 10, whatever generation we would be on by now. But the feds have prohibited the the, the building of new nuclear plants. Exactly, exactly. And that was a Generation 2 plant. We're already up to 4 and 5 is in development. These 4 and 5 plants produce no waste, no radioactive waste. Wow. So, yes. Yeah, it, it's interesting. I'm, I'm not going to plug any websites, but if if you do some research, it, it becomes obvious. Is that why uh, – now, that's very interesting that you say that because I saw the story recently about uh, – I think it's Hitachi that is developing like a teeny little nuke plant, like 20 feet by 6 feet or something like that, that you could power an entire neighborhood or entire section of a city from. And, uh, you know, would that explain why they're able to do that now is because there's no byproduct is be- so they can just pretty much place these things anywhere? I would I would guess so. I'm not I'm not I'm not sure. But that, that makes a lot of sense. And you, you look at you know, they've got these submarines that, and boats that run on nuclear power. Well, why not run a little neighborhood? And like you mentioned before, the even if something were to go wrong, um, it, it's such a small plant that the damage safety features aside wouldn't cause that much damage. I want one for my house. I I want a little nuclear uh, power plant right outside of my house, like next to my air conditioner. I think that would be awesome. Thanks for the call tonight, James. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Now, talk about being off the grid. You got a little nuke uh, plant right next to your house? You'll never need power again from anywhere else. Beats the hell out of a uh, windmill. No doubt about that. Uh, Yeah, it won't be affected by the wind or the sunlight or anything like that. So one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You know, I was talking to a guy about going off the grid today. He was uh, a purveyor of uh, solar panels, and mm-hmm. you know, I may have gotten this wrong. So you know, it, 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 you can call in and correct me if this is the case. But uh, he said, that, you know, I was asking about his solar panels, and I'm like, well, well you know, how much is one of these things? Uh, you know, if I uh, if I get this, and he says you can put one in for about ten thousand dollars. Wow, and uh, it'll produce about five kilowatts a day. And I said, okay, now let me get this straight. Um, the electric company sells me electricity at 15 cents a kilowatt hour. Mm-hmm. That means this uh, panel produces $1 worth of uh, electricity per day. Well, some people get them for uh, other reasons, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, was the answer to that question. Interesting. A buck's worth of energy a day. It would take, take it a while to make, you back, uh, make it back on that. 10,000 days. Yeah. 1-800-259-9231. Let's continue with Dan in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Dan. Howdy. How are you guys doing tonight? What's on your mind? I, I uh, 
Listen, about the New World Order, uh, I brought this up a while back, and you chastised me for the terminology, and I, I just thought, you know, what's that about? I, I didn't get what, you know, because it's, it's obvious to me, and, and, the, and the evidence is not necessarily hard, but it, it's, it's significantly circumstantial. That, that there are people, moneyed people, uh, you know, and there may be more than one group. I, it appears to me that there actually are more than one group, an Asian group and a European-American group or whatever, mm. and that these people are, are pulling the strings and pushing the buttons, you know, behind the people in power. Sure, and sure there are. That's what, that's what power is all about. Is the... Well, exactly, and, and to deny that that exists or... Or to say that you know you shouldn't call it the new world order or whatever is, you know, to me is uh, you know kind of foolish. No but, one on uh, this show has ever denied that there are people who are willing to wield power over the lives of others. That's in fact what we point out all the time on Free Talk Live. But it's just that the the, the whole new world order term is steeped in conspiracy theory and crack pottery, and it's just I don't want to align myself with the people that are out there uh, touting the, that terminology, and also for the beyond that. I also think it's oversimplification for the reasons you just gave, because you agree that there are different groups out there. And to suggest that there's this one overarching conspiracy of people hanging out in some secret smoky black room making decisions for the, uh, for the entire world is the realm of conspiracy theory and completely irrelevant to achieving liberty in our lifetime, which is what my life is dedicated toward. Uh, it, we're trying to, to achieve liberty in our lifetime, so it doesn't really matter who's behind the scenes and pulling the strings behind the curtain. What matters well, uh, is getting active for liberty, talking about liberty and freedom again, and moving in, in that direction. I, I'm not arguing with you at all, but I think that, that you know, part of the, the difficulty in those of us that are arguing for liberty, and I'm one of those for a long time now, is that, you know, people say, well, you know, we have a government, and that government is there for our benefit. Well, you know, they're wrong. I mean, there's plenty of, there's plenty of evidence to the contrary. But sure, and that's what we like to talk about is the evidence to the contrary that's right, concrete, right. And, and, and that's definite. Of, that, that you don't you can't question this evidence that we talk about with the whole new world order conspiracy there's things to be questioned in there and they can say well you might be wrong about this or you might be wrong about that and, and when we talk about the polygamists having their children taken from them right. there's no doubt about that it's that happened like, it, no, it looks a lot like all. fiction i mean the the, the whole the whole new world order thing is kind of built like fiction and i'm not saying it's I, who knows maybe the templar knights are still around and they're controlling everything maybe aliens <laughs> I, I, uh, you know i don't it doesn't have anything to do with the templar knights it has to do with with uh, the the offspring of uh, some of the uh, royal you know uh, families of there, europe and there are and, conspiracy and, theorists w that would disagree with you they would say, oh, yeah, no, and, and, in and fact, and it is. there are all kinds of wackos out there. <laughs> I mean, the fact, the, the fact is, though, is that there is a, you know, we, we have George H.W. Bush, you know, spouting it out in his... Uh, speech to the U.N. some years ago. I know. And, you guys love to bring that up. And okay, and, and, so he and, said and, New and, World and, Order. So listen, what? And listen, I went to a speech about, uh, about the, well, it was actually the, uh, the Mrs. Reverend Sun Young Moon. You know, if you want to get into some more stuff. And, and they were talking about the same, they used almost the same language as George W. Bush. Who about cares, how they were Dan? Gonna, 
Huh? Who cares? Well, I, I'm just saying that there are there are people, and, and and the reason that you want to bring it out, the reason that it, it it really makes it easy to explain why your government does evil shit. Oh, Whoa, you can't get away later, with that. Got to let you go. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. No, it, it does not help explain that. You don't need to have a conspiracy theory to explain why the government is evil and th- does bad things. It, it explains it, but it muddles it at the same time. Yeah, well, it obscures it by suggesting that, well, if it weren't for these people behind the scenes, then government would be good. That was the the suggestion that he made by saying that, well, it explains why government does evil things. No, 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 no. Government is evil. It, the, the whole concept, the idea that you should be forced to pay for things that you may not necessarily want. The products and services that government provides, you may not want them, but you're forced to pay for them. That's evil. Forcing people to do things against their will, to take away 416 children from their mothers in Texas. That's evil. You don't need to talk about who's behind the scenes pulling the strings. All you need to do is look at the results and look at the system and how it works and why it's wrong. And no, put, putting new people in the government seats of power is not going to change things. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Hour 3 is on the way. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free. But if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves as we launch into hour number three of the live Saturday edition of the program. 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Uh, you bring up what you want, we go to your phone calls. It's Ziggy in the United Kingdom on the amp line. Hello, Ziggy. Hi, guys. I just want to quickly say, Ian, you're missing a trick with that uh, right on the Mormon uh, ranch. Okay. Um, basically, if the authorities think there was child abuse going on there, why don't they raid every Catholic church? <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. I mean, that's, yeah. there's definitely child abuse that went on there, but well, yes, they in don't. some Catholic churches. But that's really the point is there's, you know, the 99 percent of the Catholic churches out there are doing great things for their communities, and, nine, and more than 99 percent times out of 100, the priests are doing the same thing. But some of them are. So why aren't we locking up all the priests and, uh, you know, taking all their parishioners away from them? Yeah, exactly. Anyways, I wanted to respond to that uh, email you had yesterday um, about when should we, uh, when should coercion be used uh, to force um, people who are mentally ill to get treatment? Yeah. Well, it's a can of worms. It really is. Um, I have to say, I have some experience with this. I, I knew someone who was schizophrenic, and they decided not to take their medication. And I thought, fair enough, that's their right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as long as they're responsible for themselves. Sure. But the trouble is, uh, you know, the more I knew them, the more they would phone me up or email me, blaming me for making them sick. <laughs> and I just thought, this is a person who hasn't learned what responsibility is. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. You, you don't go around blaming other people for the fact that you're paranoid. 
So should he be forced to take his medication? Or what's your well, I, I didn't. I, I, I basically said to. I, I basically said in the end, I said unless you take medication, you know, because every. I mean, I've known a few schizophrenics in my time because you know you, you meet some who are, shall we say, drug casualties. You know, drop yeah. too much acid, mm-hmm. and ba- basically, you know, they all take medication because they want to get on with their life. It, you know, it helps. Sure. But this one person, they thought it was the government controlling them and, and whatever else. And basically, in the end, I just said, no, it's not that. It's to help you get on with life and not go around dragging everyone else into your own misery. Well, and, and also it's a slippery slope because who defines what mental illness is and who decides which ones should be treated forcefully and, and which ones shouldn't? And who's to say those decisions won't change over time to where, you know, they someone could make the argument that the people of the fundamentalist cult are mentally ill, and so therefore they should all be locked up or they should all be forced to break up their cults. And you could really go down a crazy uh, a crazy path if that happens, and that's dangerous. Well, exactly. I mean, the thing is, if you are all of, or if you are, all, are somebody who isn't politically ordinary, shall we say, and I would include libertarians in that, you could find that in a few years you're going to be you know, considered insane. And that I, maybe I, I wouldn't doubt that at all. Up. Yeah, I could definitely see the government people labeling libertarians and, as I mean, insane. We're a threat I mean, to them. Over, over here, I've already mentioned it to you a while back, um, they, aren't, they, they brought in a new mental health act last year, which um, had measures to detain people with personality disorders. Mm. Personality disorders are the most contentious of all um, diagnosis. Basically, it's a bunch of um, uh, symptoms on a page grouped together. Like obsessive-compulsive disorder, would that be one? Um, it's thing, well, the most common is borderline personality disorder. Right, and borderline but, doesn't mean you're on the borderline of anything. It just means you're, like, really self-centered. Hmm. Um, no, that would be uh, narcissistic personality disorder. There's a whole load of them. Well, I know this because I did social sciences at university. You know, my wife's a, and, uh, a, a you know drug treatment counselor, and uh, she, she went. She has a bachelor's in uh, in uh, you know psychology too, and and that's how she explained it to me. Yeah, well, basically, the, there are there are several different types, but basically, the way they came about is ironic because it was this guy called um, uh, oh, I can never put uh, R. D. Lang, who um, was actually a psychiatrist himself who led an anti-psychiatry movement. Hmm. And there was an experiment done in America where, um, I forgot the name of the doctor, but he got his uh, undergraduates to turn up at um, uh, nine mental hospitals, I think it was, across the U.S. to say that they had a thud in their head. Mm-hmm. They were all admitted and all put on psychotropic drugs. Because they heard a thud in their head? Yeah, he, t- he told them just to say that. Well, and gotta... basically, basically he, um, you know, he revealed that none of them were mentally ill. So but that's all. That's they didn't even bother to diagnose anything any any further. Which is, oh, we've got a drug for you. Thud in the head. Here's a drug, right? Well, basically, yeah. So basically, the psychiatrist came back to him and said, "Well, do the experiment again. Don't tell us, um, and we'll see if we can detect, you know, that these people are putting it on." So he did it again, and the majority of people were put on psychotropic drugs. So after that, psychiatrists started to develop systems of checklists, mm-hmm. um, which you feed into a computer because it was seen as more objective. 
people will go around with this checklist and go, well, you could fit into that, and well, you could fit into that. Sure, yeah. sure. They want to prescribe you something, and that's what psychiatry is all about. Is sure, if there was no if there were no uh, mental problems, there wouldn't be any psychiatrists. Right, and yeah, and, and I, it's all I, about prescribing I, drugs I, I, to I people. Have said, I have said myself that uh, personality disorders do not actually exist. You just because basically everybody has a different personality. Right. So how can you say what's ordinary and what's different? Yep, I'm with you there, Ziggy. Great call. Thank you, sir. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Our one of our former co-hosts on the show, Mike. Uh, he was on antidepressants for a while because you know someone had said he should take them because he was depressed. And you know what they ended up doing to him? They they made it so. <laughs> apparently, the side effects were that weight gain. Yeah, loss of sexual appetite. Uh huh. And uh, and also pimples. Yeah. So I, I'm thinking. That's well, a good thing okay. you lose your sexual appetite if you, you get covered in uh, pimples and get fat. Yeah. So you were depressed before, and this is going to solve your depression. <laughs> so he quit taking the pills, and he fell fine after that. Well, I, I think that there's some value to diagnosing personality disorders and, and things like that, but I I. But you have to agree with Ziggy that it's way overdone in that, you know, they, the, if a kid is acting out in class, well, all of a sudden he's got ADD. Well, maybe it's your class sucks, and maybe the school curriculum is awful, government school nonsense, and he's just acting out because he wants something else to do with his time. And he's going to figure out how to live life that way. I mean, you know, I, I've been diagnosed with ADD. I don't know if I have it or not, but, mm. um, but you know, I've been diagnosed that way. Where's your medication? I, well, I'm not going to take any. Mm. And, and you're okay. And I'm doing just fine. And I can tell, you know, just sitting over here that you've got some kind of personality disorder. <laughs> deep, deep personality disorder. Let's go to the phones and talk to Kevin in Minnesota. You're on Free Talk Live, Kevin. Hey, guys. How are you doing? What's on your mind tonight? A couple things about psychiatry. Yes, sir. First, an experience that I went through in college taking a, a Psychiatry 2 class. Um, I was also at the time taking a speech class, and for the topic topic of my speech, I did it on Ritalin. Mm. And I was finding out all these atrocities of Ritalin and what they were causing with difficulties with children. And my psychiatry professor started talking about Ritalin and just saying that it's the next best thing since sliced bread. And then I raised my hand, and he called on me, and I said, uh, uh, excuse me, but... I just did a speech on Ritlin, and the information that I found out totally, uh, totally is against what you did. And since I did a speech on it, I knew all the numbers at the time, and I came out with all these facts and numbers of it. And his only answer to me was, did you say you did a speech on Ritlin? <laughs> wow. And I was just flabbergasted that this was his only rebuttal because, of course, I was... You know, these PhDs, when anytime you, you say anything that disrupts their thought or their paradigm, is, you know, God forbid you, you charge the ivory tower. Yeah, who but are then, you? You're just uh, some student. What do you know? Another thing that, uh, have you heard of a movie called Psychiatry Industry of Death? No, but I'm sure you'll tell us about it. Hang on, 800-259-9231. You bring up whatever you want. That's why we call the show Free Talk Live. This is Free 
Talk Live. You can bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free. So enjoy those on us. And by the way, they include the bulletin board system where you can get interactive with over 2,000 of our listeners and over 340,000 posts for you to surf around through. Go to bbs.freetalklive.com to experience it. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. How much do you pay for coffee? JustPlainJoe.com offers over 60 different flavors, roasted to order from gourmet Arabica coffee beans in whole bean or ground just $8 a 12-ounce package. It's roasted fresh to order. JustPlainJoe.com. Most orders are delivered within three business days by a UPS. Buy five packages and save on shipping. That's JustPlainJoe.com. We go back to Kevin in Minnesota. Kevin, talking about psychiatry. You're back. Uh, yes, what I was talking about is a documentary that a person gave me to watch, and it was called Psychiatry Industry of Death. Hmm. And it goes through, and it just in a sense, rips apart the whole psychiatry industry and how the the books that they use as reference guides have basically little to no scientific backing for giving out their prescriptions and that it's like billions and billions of dollars in all of their psychosomatic drugs. And my favorite part of it is when they had an individual with a hidden camera go to like six or seven different psychiatrists, Mm -hmm. gave them all the same exact story of what he was feeling and what he was going, or he or she, I can't remember, but what they were going through, and they got as many different opinions <laughs> as doctors that they went through. Wow. All of them wanted to put them on this or put them on that, but none of them had the exact diagnosis, <laughs> but they all had different prescriptions they wanted to put them on. Unbelievable. Kevin, great call. Thank you, sir. one 800 259 9231. Bring up anything. We continue. Paula in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Paula. Yeah, hi, hon. We just got on CNN News. They said that these uh, husbands of these uh, wives of these children that they took, they said the husbands made the wives go and get on welfare. And they really? said all the money was going to the leader. And then they said some <laughs> of the young boys would get uh, do something and get paid for it. All their money went to the leader. Well, if it's true they were on welfare, then, uh, well, if you're asking the government for favors, don't be surprised when they turn uh, turn on you and they yeah. go after you. So I think this is what they were trying to do was to get it stopped. Interesting. But the thing is, though, I mean, the husband is – the church and state supposed to be separate. But the thing is, why would the husbands not get out there and work and support the families and why get the wives and, and the kids on welfare? I don't know. I guess it would take away from their time to have sex with their uh, teenage daughters or whatever. No, I don't think so. But, you know, there's something else, too, that y'all, everybody needs to know that we've gotten away from, that people have forgotten a lot of the church is not teaching, is that God's law says when you're married and you get divorced and the husband and wife uh, separate, she cannot remarry or he until one or the other is dead. Well, now, um, that's that. God's didn't, law. Didn't Solomon, fact, didn't, Solomon have, uh, didn't Solomon have like 400 wives? I mean, he was clearly <laughs> you know, remarrying. Dave, David had, had, had lots of wives. He Several. had concubines. God never said anything that was anything wrong with that. Right. So it's really just the women who can't remarry. Well, they said, you know, if you divorce, see, he was talking about Solomon and his wife, what happened? And she wanted to remarry. And the thing is, she couldn't unless Solomon was dead. So did she and kill so him? She actually went back and asked him to kill him. Dang him. <laughs> but uh, anyway, this is God's law, and nobody's being told this. The t- you know, even God's told you in the last days, he said, that there'd be apostate churches to get out of them, 
and that's exactly what's happening. People are not being taught God's law. Now, like some people say. Now, you're a religious lady. Some people say that uh, you shouldn't even get a divorce if you're that's a religious right, you person. But, but God did say. I mean, well, I understand. I mean, there this brought up last night that you can that Solomon, his wife, did divorce, but she she was committing adultery, and they said if if a woman commits adultery before her husband is dead, I mean, she's in big trouble. But it, but a husband can, can commit adultery and then it's no, no big deal? I mean, I'm just saying if one, you know, I'm just giving it's like if she did. Yeah, yeah, I'm just know. trying to understand. But I'm just saying, right. though, is that you cannot marry until, say, if the wife leaves, she cannot marry until her husband's dead. Gotcha. And she actually, Solomon's wife actually went back and asked her to be killed. You think there's any chance that, uh, the, that they, that religion was set up by uh, a bunch of guys that wanted to be able to have as many wives as they want? Hmm. I don't think so. I mean, no. God's laws were written down. I mean, they said that. But how do you know? How do you know well, that it, they it, are it, God's laws? They discussed laws. about this, okay? Huh? And the thing is, is that they said there was more laws than the Ten Commandment laws. But but they how do you this wait, wait, Paula? What I don't understand is why people take uh, take this Bible thing at face value. Someone tells them, "Here you go, Paula. This is God's laws. See, it's a book." Well, it's just a book. Why? What makes you believe that that's the right book or that those are the correct God's laws? Isn't it possible there could be some other book somewhere with some well, other I, God's yeah, laws? Yeah, now, there are some other books that were kept out. See, that's why I chose you to go to ancientmanuscripts.com. There are a lot of books that you need to get that was left out. As a matter of fact, oh, they I told a story on, on the History Channel about this, about the books that were kept out of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there is a lot there, and this is why you need to go there and get this information, because, I mean, there is a lot. Matter of fact, the church even kept it from people that Jesus was married. He had a family. But, but why do you accept on faith the claims of what are essentially other men? I mean, other men told you when you were growing up, and women said, here, Paula, this is the Bible. It's the truth. It's God's law. Read it and adhere it, you know, adhere it uh, into your life. And you did. Why did you accept what they told you is true? Why not question that? Well, I mean, when you're young, you don't question. But now, like, when I got older, I did have some questions about things. And then when I found out about action manuscripts, uh, this gentleman actually helped make the movie The Passion with Mel Gibson. But anyway, uh, he's got the whole history. Matter of fact, a lot of people have been lied to about a lot. You said you had questions. When was it that you became sure? Hold on, Paula. When was it that you you became sure that the Bible was uh, the truth? Well... When I was raised in the church all my life, okay, from the time I was born. Yeah. And the thing is, is that, you know, I was raised with the Bible all my life. I mean, I'm from, my family's from the house of David. I mean, and, uh, I mean, I, I knew nothing else. But then when I got older, I started getting more information. Like there's, like, uh, they're saying there wasn't a Merovingian bloodline, and there was. Are the other religions wrong? Charlemagne took it over. Paula, are got, the other... In fact, in a book here. What are the Merovingians doing now? Huh? What are the Merovingians doing now? That is Jesus' children. He was right. married and had a family. He had three children, two sons and a daughter. Jesus had sex? Yes, Jesus had he children. was married. Wow. And matter of fact, Mary Magdalene was from the house of David herself. Okay? They all intermarried. See, in the Bible, it tells you, it's in my book on the house of David, too. God said, David, Gad and David would intermarry till the time of Shiloh. And so the have thing we, is... Have we gotten to Shiloh yet? Yeah, we're about pretty close to it right now. What is that, Mark? What is it? You're using all Shiloh means grave. 
You're talking about the end time. Okay. But, okay. but anyway, the thing is that this has been happening for 2000. This is why GW is so screwed up. Paula, That's do you think so that, the, uh, that the other religions are wrong? But there what are, are the other Merovingians doing? I the, want to know what the Merovingians are. The Merovingian is Jesus' children, the right. dynasty. I know what they are. <laughs> they I want to know what they're came, doing right now. Are do, you still have, alive? do you have some of the them trapped? The whole family came from his daughter, Sarah. Joseph Arimathea raised her. And this is where I come from. I come from the royal families of Europe. Did you expect okay. a straight answer, Mark? <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> is George Bush a Merovingian? That's what I want to know. Yeah. yeah. Is he the Pope is. a Merovingian? Yeah. All of our presidents Fascinating. Are, Thank for you for four. the call, Paula. 800-259-9231. I thought the Merovingian was a character in the Matrix trilogy. That's yeah, the last is. time it's I a cool. It's a cool name. It is a cool sounding name. <laughs> uh, 1-800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever's on your mind. This is... Free Talk Live. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. Live, it is a live Saturday show. Bring up whatever you want via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. That's the Sickle CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. 800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com, where the features are free, including the Shrine of Female listeners. Dozens of ladies have sent us their validated photo. To prove they listen to the show, just head over to shrine.freetalklive.com and see what it's all about. Shrine. .freetalklive.com. I did mention we had an email about the FLDS situation. I wanted to share it with you here from Ray. He says, while I'm a podcast-only listener, I truly enjoy your show. But I've been amazed that you could find a way to defend the fundamentalist Latter-day, the FLDS cult in Texas. I agree that the case against them to justify the raid is pretty weak, but I find that their case is lacking any adequate defense. I offer the following observations. Number one. Girls under the age of 16 are incapable of making an informed decision to marry a man old enough to be their grandfather. You know, um, girls have been making those kind of decisions for a lot longer than we've had the United States laws prohibiting it. Um, Young women uh, married older men for the purpose of uh, money and security for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, I I have a problem with the the culture. I I don't like their culture in that... uh, you know that little sect that's out there. I don't yeah. like the idea that they're doing it, but they're not leaving. And even if they are under sixteen when they're marrying some of these guys, they're not leaving afterwards. I don't like the gangsta culture in America. I, you know, it's kind of annoying to me and it bothers me when people kind of walk around with their gangsta hats on. You know what I mean? Those those white dudes that have those flat brimmed hats you see everywhere nowadays. Just it just looks so dumb to me with the pants falling around their ankles. I have but, to agree. It, it, but it's okay. It's okay, because if I want to be free, I have to allow others to be free to make their own decisions for them, for themselves and their lives. And if that's what they decide they want to do is live their lives in, lives in, those, in that culture, it's their business and not mine. But unfortunately, some government people have decided to make it their business by banning saggy pants. I would never consider doing anything like that. If you want to walk around looking like a fool, then that's your business. Don't put someone in a jail cell because of that. People have different values and people have different beliefs, and they should be left to—they uh, should be left to their beliefs as long as they aren't harming another person. And in this case, and, these uh, girls and woe could have left. And woe unto you if you happen to be the, uh, the, the among the group there that. Uh, 
happens to is have a favor. Yeah, that, that, that yeah. isn't, uh, the, you know, what, what people don't that decide that you can't live your life the way you want. Right. Uh, and so, okay, well, it's your opinion, Ray, that girls can't make those uh, those decisions at that age, but clearly these girls decided differently because they could have chosen to leave. One of the girls who was interviewed, she said she was when she went to the uh, the compound, she was assigned to a husband, and she said it was her choice. She could have turned around and walked away, but no, she stayed because that's what she chose for her life. And you know what? Even if it's not the same thing we would choose, it's okay. Please, just let people make their own choices for themselves, all right? Inevitably, some are going to make different choices that you would. Some are going to make choices you consider wrong. Some are going to make choices you consider sad. Some are going to make choices you wish you could jump in and shake them around and say, Hey, what are you thinking? But it's none of your business. And that's okay, too. You've got your life to worry about. And if anything, you should be concentrating on influencing the people in your life. And I just say influence, not control. If you want people to change their behavior, set an example and show them why it is that your way is better. If that's what you want, is people to change their behavior. 1-800-259-9231, he's got a few more points. Number two, he says, adolescent boys who start showing interest in girls are evicted from the compound. Girls their That's age... That's not so. I mean, uh, they, they do let uh, young men stay. Not all of them are. Some of them are. Absolutely true. Right. Okay, yeah, I don't... Maybe he didn't mean all of them. He didn't say he didn't say all of them. He, he said, said adolescent boys as though, right. you know, it was all of them. But okay. Yeah, what do, how do they decide? What is well, their criteria? It, I don't know. Whoever they decide is righteous or something. Some kind of strange criteria that they've got going on. Hmm. Number three, all of the women are very evasive. They refuse to state their full names or to give their ages. Good for them! Are, 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 are these uh, cult members or are these libertarians? What do you mean? What? Well, I mean, you know, libertarians don't oh, like yeah. to be, uh, you know, identified by the government in a lot of cases. They right. think that the government has too much information, don't like to give it over. Right. I, I say cheer them on for that. I don't think they should give over their DNA. I think that would be a huge mistake for these women. Imagine if these women who've been ordered, I think there's over 100, almost 150 women, if not more, that have been ordered to turn over their DNA to the, uh, to the Texas state government. If they all refused in, in mass... If they refuse to participate with that, then what would happen? What would the government do then? I say, good. Refuse as much as you can. Number four, he says, the confiscated children refuse to give their full names or even seem to know who their parents are. Well, that the, the fact that they don't really know who their parents are is uh, more of a statement about their culture than anything else. When they're assigned to... Obviously, they have real parents, right? They've got the biological father and biological mother. But then if the biological father falls out of favor with the cult for whatever reason, he's excommunicated. Yeah, his family is reassigned. He's excommunicated, and then the children are then told, okay, now you're going to be reassigned to this guy, and now he's your father. Now you will treat him. You have a new daddy. Right, and that's what they believe. They then believe that that is their father. So it's not necessarily that the kids are being dishonest. They they might not even know who their biological father is. They they probably don't know what sex is at uh, a young enough age. I, I mean, I guess they find out that the women find out at age 12 or whatever, but yeah, they get it pretty quick. Uh the let's see. He says number 5, all of them refuse to accurately state the nature of their lives. They will not admit their polygamy. Or identify their number of wives and children. Why in the world should they state that? Who is the government to be asking those questions? Yeah. 
I, really, if one guy, if a guy wants to have, you know, five wives and those wives want to be his wives, I don't see any problem with that. Or a woman to have five husbands, I don't see any problem with that either. He says, I absolutely support their right to live their lives as they choose. I don't care if they have 100 wives and 2,000 children, provided they have the financial resources to provide for their huge families. The reality is, and if, if what Paula said was true, and it's hard to believe anything Paula says, but if what Paula says was true and that these people were on welfare, then that's pretty sad. Uh, because I thought they were self-sufficient. Anyway, he says, the reality is you've got dirty old men using children for their own pleasure under the guise of religion. If the wives were adults who freely chose to live with numerous other wives, more power to them. As long as you have dirty old men forcing young girls to marry other dirty old men, I would like to see them all put in jail. Well, it's, this is the force thing that um, I'm not so sure about. All people escape from these compounds, if escape is even the right word. I mean, these they leave. They you mm-hmm. know people leave every day from these compounds. I'm I'm not sure about this escape thing, and and I hesitate to take the government's word on it. But he says he wants to put them in jail because they're dirty old men and they're having sex with young girls. I I think it's strange, and I think that there's uh, you know I think there's a certain amount of uh, you know usury going on there, but. Not too many people seem to have a problem with it. There. Now there are other cultures. There. there are other cultures around the world where the age of consent is very young. Uh, Canada, by the way, just raised theirs, from what I understand, is no longer 14 in Canada. It's now 16. Uh, but in Spain, I think it's 13. I haven't checked the, uh, the the charts in a while, so this could have changed. But would you suggest, Ray, that if it's wrong for the FDLS men to have sex with girls in their early teens? That perhaps the United States military should invade Spain and, uh, you know, put a stop to anybody having sex over there? Because, I mean, if it's wrong for the FDLS people to do, isn't it also uh, wrong for anyone else around the world? Shouldn't we go on a crusade now uh, from country to country, forcing these countries to install the United States code for, uh, for when is appropriate to have sex? It should be no younger than 16 around the world, and we're going to enforce it with military strength. Isn't that the inevitable uh, result of that viewpoint? Right. Well, it, essentially, we're willing. You know, the, we're saying that we're willing to put people in prison for, um, you know, not adhering to our cultural mores. And, right. And I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not willing to do. I'm not willing to pay for that. Thank you, you can, very much. Right. You can disagree with it. You can disagree with it vehemently, but it's who's the victim? These girls aren't complaining. They like their life just fine. They believe in the things they believe in, and why? Who who are you to try to change that? Who are you to try to force them out of their comfortable life with their families and the people they care about and, and put them in the hands of the state or put them in a, in a culture and a society that they're frightened to death of? That's that sounds all that sounds much worse to me than uh, you know than having sex with some perverted old guy. It's their choice. They could leave any time. More on the way. Free talk live. anything even in these remaining moments we'll try to sneak your call in here at 800-259-9231 and that is the SACL CAI toll free line it is Ian here with you and Mark and you can join us online at freetalklive.com where the features are free and if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live then you can buy some stuff at our store just go to store.freetalklive.com to order great Free Talk Live branded merchandise like Free Talk Live t-shirts hats hoodies and more get it all at store.freetalklive.com let's go to the phone calls ladies first Suzanne in Grand Rapids, listening on WTKG. Hello, Suzanne. 
Hi. Um, since you're on Eastern Time, I started listening to you. Um, I've never heard this show before, and I picked you up at about 8.20. Yes. And so I've heard you for approximately over an hour, and I am bouncing off the walls. I can't take it anymore. Okay. <laughs> First of all, approximately 8.20, there was a woman who claimed to be a paralegal and a pre-law person. Okay. Um, the fact of the matter is she's nothing but a pseudo-intellectual because if she had any knowledge of the law, She's telling that these people did not break the law, that she mentioned two different things, that they can't find the girl, and they can't, and in fact, they believe that the girl is being protected. But we don't know that yet because the investigation hasn't even gone forward, including the black woman that may have called mm-hmm. and, you know, fake the call. That's right. The, the, the wheels of the state she, turn very slowly. Okay. Pardon me? The wheels of the state turn slowly. Right. Okay, I'm glad we agree on that, and she needs to listen to this. The man has already broken the law, as has every man and woman in the FDLS, because in every state in the United States, it is against the law to have multiple spouses. So what, though? I mean, shouldn't bad laws be disobeyed? Why is it a bad law? Who are you to determine it's a bad law? Well, it's my life, and I should be free to determine for myself and who I spend time with. And if I want to spend time with more than one wife, it should be my business and no one else's. And that's fine if it's done freely, which is the reason why I called. It wasn't just the, the so-called paralegal, but it was all the people that have supported what you guys have said. One thing that I am not hearing from anyone is that these people are do you are you familiar with the um um Stockholm syndrome? Sure. Yes. And sure. brainwashing? Uh-huh. You're sitting there if you you know what because of the great country we live in you have a right to be on the radio. You also have a right to say what you want to say. But if you want to maintain your credibility, you need to get your facts right. The fact of the matter is you know, everybody's complaining about waterboarding that we're doing against supposed terrorists. These little children, if I, don't, I don't understand if you guys haven't been by a television in the last seven days. Well, actually, I don't Back watch TV very matter much, is, Suzanne. There have been women Suzanne, who have before you go on, uh, I, I, I don't watch TV very much, um, and I try to avoid that, but I've seen a lot on the Internet. I, I get my news mostly from the Internet, and I've seen lots of pictures of these people in their, their funny little dresses and, and that kind of thing. And, but I'm my question to you is this. About Stockholm Syndrome, saying, about Stockholm Syndrome, do you think there's a chance that somebody could have Stockholm Syndrome from, like, the government? You know, I think the government could abuse uh, that person so much that they just think that everything that the government does is good and right and just? I'm sure people believe that. And I don't think that's as common as it was maybe 30 years ago or 20 years ago even. People don't trust the government, but you're not going to sidetrack me. I think the for very good reason. Is you guys keep saying on the air that these girls are making choices and these women... They are absolutely terrified. They have said this over and over on every single news station. They are very careful. They won't even answer who their husbands are. Who their what are they is terrified of? Because they're terrified. Of what? A terrified woman is not free to leave. What are they terrified of? They're already gone. Said, if you know anything about brainwashing, you cannot leave. Why do you think... Women They're gone. Think. They're out of the custody of these men now. Why are they terrified still? Because they've been threatened that if they ever leave, this and this will happen. They'll be forced to cut their hair. They'll be forced to do this. Uh-huh. They'll be sold into prostitution. Have you guys not studied this at all? 
We've been following this case for oh a few God. weeks on the program, ma'am. Now, now, why is it that this particular mode of brainwashing is uh, more objectionable to you than, to say, any other Christian, uh, Christian religion? That's not what we're talking about because it involves children. Anything that involves children is wrong. You're going to make it your business, huh? You're going to go in and... And take people's children them from them. Parents are doing this to us. But do you understand that it's it's a way to raise your kids, just like the way you raised your kids, assuming you had any. Um, and so, you know, to to, to you, you, uh, if somebody comes in and says you're raising your kids wrong, that's wrong. You know. Okay. So when do you think you should start, step in when they're dead? Violence. When there is okay, violence. Do you think taking a small child and putting them under a water faucet and letting the water run until they're drow- almost drowning, then pulling them out and spanking them, beating them, and repeating this process over and over until the child no longer struggles, is that violence? That sounds like violence to me, yeah. Okay, this is one of the things that is, this is widely known. This has been all over the television. And before this That happened, is some people in that group. Hold on. But Suzanne, before you go on, you can't say that everybody in that group is doing that. If that's the case, then those people need to go to jail. But you can't just take everyone's kid because somebody was doing that or because the church fathers teach and that that's okay or whatever. say they can't go in and take any I'm of a free them. man. And that's what Better I give, and that, and, and I impart that to you, to Susan. I allow chance. you to be a free person and live the way you want to live. That's fine, but you don't understand the culture, the people that have left. And how come you haven't said anything about the six women who did leave? Well, I know Nobody that I know that some that. women left. They why left. haven't those women brought charges against people that uh, specifically? Why haven't they named names? Why, why haven't they given dates? Why haven't they talked to the cops? Well, any other woman? Um, How who, do you know they're not? They're in protective custody. Then arrest those men that hurt those women. Yeah, they have arrest them. That's what we have cops for. We don't need to go split all these done. families up over this. Four hundred and sixteen kids. Oh Did all the men God. hurt these women? Are you guys? Are you pedophiles? Am I a pedophile? Why would you deliberately, when you know something is being done to a child, why would you do I don't know this. Off. You don't off. know either. You're let's, just being told by the media. Let's get, a, let's get something you. clear, Suzanne. Let's get something yes, clear. You use the term pedophile. What you is your definition, ma'am? Suzanne? They did a whole thing on the Lost Boys. Do you know who the Lost Boys are? Yes, they're the, young, they they're the young men that you are kicked out. You sat on your radio station an hour and a half ago and said, how come these boys have never come forward? They did a huge series on them. Most of them are drug addicts. They've sold themselves into prostitution. They cannot function. They're so screwed up emotionally and and mentally that they can't even function in society. I I concur completely, and it's a real tragedy. But as far as I'm concerned, um, you know, those young men can choose to go to Operation Smiles, and there's many other groups out there that take care of those young men. They do not have to go into lives of prostitution or whatever. I want to go back to the the, the pedophile uh, suggestion. You use the term pedophile, and you use the term child. Uh, How do you define pedophile? Well, how do you define it? Well, uh, I think pedophilia involves children, but I don't have the same right. I don't have the same definition of child as you do. You believe that these girls that were having sex in the cult are children, while I think they're teenagers, and I think there's a big difference there. I'm not saying what happened was okay. I'm not saying it wasn't weird. Well, our law defines that 18 is the age of majority. I don't care what the law says. The law said we could own black people. The law stinks. The law said that Jews could be thrown in ovens. What's right? 
unbelievable. unbelievable. Don't use the black thing on me because everybody always tries to use the black thing to prove their point about bad laws. Well, it's a it is stinky old girl with a 50-year-old man who knows nothing else and who adult women are telling her if you don't do this this is what's going to happen so to you. should suzanne in your opinion if you me, think it's wrong for people to have sex under the age of 18 or 16 or whatever age you've chosen if you think that's wrong would you support sending the u.s military into the countries around the world that allow that that's their problem they can deal with it oh so it's okay to do it this in another is country our problem well, oh, it's this your is problem, is it? Problem. How dare you, ma'am? How dare you say that what other people do in their private lives and no, their own religion is your problem? My dime. They have been collecting welfare. How do you think they're surviving? None of these guys are working. Uh, I'm so absolutely with taxes. I'm absolutely with you. Welfare should be stopped. No, these people and nobody else should should be able to do it on your dime, yeah, ma'am. I'm with but you there. they should be free to do what they want on their own dime. Exactly. If they're adult women doing it, but if you've been broken as a child, whether it's waterboarding or beatings or uh, deprivation, de- you get some uh, evidence income. and bring some people up on oh, charges. Which Thanks for the call. To another point. Thank you for the call. Let's continue. We got to talk uh, to Malene in Michigan, listening on WSJN. Malene, short on time. You got about twenty seconds. Go ahead. Oh, hello. I was just listening um, to this, and I guess what I have to tell is sort of um, absent to what you guys are talking about. Um, I actually would have expressed a concern about the overall inclination of the American nation just to use the government to solve their moral issues, and I think this is where the controversy comes in here. Yep, yeah, and no doubt not- about that. You know what, Melina? I wish we had more time. Call us next week. I know you only get us on Saturdays, uh, Saturdays there in Michigan, but we'll be back then, and uh, we'll be online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. The cynic says, I started losing my hair, and there was nothing I could do. I wore a baseball cap because I was self-conscious. The believer says, I started using Avacor two months ago, and already I'm regrowing my own hair. My bald spot is going. No caps for me. Are you a cynic? Avacor's formula is FDA-approved to regrow your own hair in as little as two months. Avacor's topical formula contains the only ingredient approved by the FDA to regrow hair without risk of sexual side effect. Call right now and ask about getting a free month supply of Avacor and receive Boost just for trying Avacor. Boost can make your hair visibly thicker with its first application. Call 1-800-451-8920. That's 1-800-451-8920. This is a limited time offer, so call now. Call 1-800-451-8920. 1-800-451-8920. Or log on to avacorradio.com.